1: This is Dan LaFionowski of WBHPGV. This just been. There have been reports of a new super Cheryl. Multiple sightings have been called in. Oh, my. She has just landed on the White House lawn. Time to fly. Let's get out of here. Time to ride. Let's go. You're let's go. Oh, let's go. I'm a she- I'm a zero, you're a hero, she's a zero, yeah. Purpose in my eyes, pride in my fight a plan in myself because I only care. Never come sheep, not afraid to cry. Against all odds, I will defy. Get the gun and I don't know how. Save the day and I'll take a ball We're no okay, cake, but sure can fly. I'm the truth and I'll tell you why. Uncle Sam ain't on my team. I don't sleep, but I sure do dream. Streaming color every day. When you win, then I get paid. Look up in the sky, I gotta go. Somebody needs me to save the show. Paid and full of the plan of action. Even in my heels, I got traction. We've been called buildings and selectos. Gotta run the chase the to get toes. Possible is never far away. Today is New York, tomorrow Taipei. Riding that train, self-esteem. Maria, come on, it's about to leave. Don't ever think you just don't let me. We fight together because we all leave. I got your back and you got mine. We sit together, we are giant. Freedom is here and told me to stay. She wrote was here to save the day. Freedom is here and told me to say, Shiro is here to save the day. Yeah. Time to fly, let's get out of here. Time to ride, let's go, let's go. Oh, let's go. I'm a Shiro. I'm a Shiro. You're a Shiro. She's a Shiro, yeah. Please Shiro. I need your help. There's a man. He's trying to steal my heart. Sorry, ladies, I cannot finish the song. I've got to go and save the day. Save the day. continue. Hello,
2: welcome to Master Griot Radios. Trekkies, Gladiators, and Noun Gems. Ask what you will. Tonight, on the radio, we have the one and only Lincoln Farkinson. He is the chief steward of the Far Corners Studio brand, and editor-in-chief. Today, we are talking about indie comics, indie comic book industry, diversity within the comics and industry, and about the Far Corners universe. So ask what you will. If you want to call in and ask questions, please call 646-716-7994. Again, that call-in number is 646-716-7994. Now, our interviewers today are the one and only. We have Cosplayer and the co-host of The Zone, that's X-O-N-E, Peace, More, and our other interviewer, Bill Andrews, celebrity photographer and self-proclaimed comic book geek. So they're going to come on, and they're going to ask all kinds of questions. So if you have questions and you want to speak, please press the number 1 or join us on Twitter. We're doing the Twitter chat, and you can post your questions there. Just use hashtag G-E-H-M-S. That's GEMS, G-E-H-M-S. Use that hashtag. We'll see your questions, and we'll make sure our interviewers pose the questions to Lincoln. So without further ado, in a minute or two, we're going to be bringing on our hosts, Peace Moore and Bill Andrews.
3: Hello, hello,
4: hello. Yes, hi. This is Bill Andrews.
3: Hello, hello. This is Peace Man.
4: Peace Man, this is Bill Andrews, your co-host. <laughs> Sorry, I'm a little under the weather. Trying it's to get all together right. right before I got on.
3: We got this, bro.
4: Yep. Good to hear your voice.
3: Where do you live, Bill?
4: I'm in Philadelphia, North Philly, near Temple.
3: Sweet, North New Jersey, my friend.
4: Okay. Has anybody else gotten on yet? I'm trying to
5: figure that out
4: now. Okay. You can stay one.
3: Yes. Hello, gentlemen. Hello. Lincoln. is Lincoln? Yes. Yes. The Smooth brother.
4: He <laughs> should definitely be on radio Thank you Yeah your, your universe is so diverse brother And I love the well, thank artwork Thank you Thank you so thank We were very fortunate there. <laughs>
6: We've been very fortunate to have pretty um, talent join us. So, <clears throat> yes. I right, thank you all. I just wish I could uh, take the credit for the beautiful
4: drawings. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Of I showed I me a couple of things today. It looks really good.
2: Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. it's, it's It's sick. Well, gentlemen, I just like to ask, you know, I'm um, i I'm a little new to this um, indie comics thing, so I just want to know, what is the indie comics? What's the indie comic industry, you know? Like, what is that? You know, what does that mean?
3: Well, my name is Peace Moore. Um, I'm from Newark, New Jersey, and I'm about to answer that question in one minute. Um, indie comics. For me, is someone put a labor of love between the artist and the writer and coming up with a, cause a story of maybe the, not the usual setting of a superhero, but from their own point of view and bringing it to the masses, bringing it to the kids or the mature audience, depending upon their genre or their demographic, and at the end of the day, bring something beautiful.
6: Yeah, uh, this is Lincoln, um, editor in chief of Far Corner Studios. I think that you know that's a good description of it as well. Um, From the corporate side, from the business side, it's mainly individuals like sole proprietors, who or even um, uh, partnerships that do not have the type of capital. And marketing reach that larger organizations would have. So you have, um, you know, the big three, which is considered Image, Marvel, and DC. But you also have uh, other organizations like IDW. You have, um, which is mainly a publishing company, not really a comic book making, creating company. They only publish already established titles, and then you have also Valiant, which is much smaller than Marvel and D.C., but yet still has a large market share in comparison to your typical indie artist. A typical indie artist is really someone who is an average person who is still working 9 to 5 and still devotes part of their resources to creating um, literary work. And sometimes they are simply artists who self-publish, and sometimes they're a publishing house that publishes,
3: Other artists. Couldn't say that better myself. You said it right there.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Well, um, just for our audience to get our audience on up to speed, I like um, for you, Bill, and then you, Peace, to take a moment and introduce yourselves to say who you are and your relationship. You know, to to your geekdom, to your comic book geekdom, and um, and then after you finish, you guys, you know, introduce Lincoln and Lincoln. You you know, let the audience know, you know, your full relationship to you know to the industry. Sure. So let's start with Bill.
4: Well, I am Bill Andrews. I am a celebrity photographer, videographer, member of the media promoter and i've been a marvel geek and a dc fan for all my life so with that um I've, i've pretty much kept up to date on almost every movie that there's ever been so if they have any type of marvel universe you know i'm i've been through it under it and i can also say that i probably don't really like it as much because i was one of the original people saying oh Wow, I can't wait until I make X-Men into an actual cartoon, not cartoon, movie. Sorry, I'm trying to not focus. Focus. Here, take that. Yeah, sorry about that. I was a little unfocused on that one. But, yeah, so going back to when I was about four years old, I started reading Marvel comic books and DC comic books. And I also have a couple (laughs) of friends that are artists. Um, I've dealt with different people who have gotten their own stuff that they've been doing, but they just haven't been able to get to that next level. So I'm really happy to see that, you know, you guys have such a fine product right here. And the characters that I've seen so far, the three or four, their powers and the the limits of their abilities, I just love it. You know, it's very, very original. The drawing, everything. And I've seen some people, like I said, that have had different types of comic book um, characters that they've made and different types of animations. But this this is something I think is going to be really
2: good. Thank you, I appreciate that. No problem. Great. And you, peace? Tell us about you.
3: Okay, hello, hello, everybody out there in the internet <laughs> world. Uh, my name is Peace. I'm on Facebook as Peace More. I do. I have many hats. Let's say that for a second. And I'll just go right into it. I'm a born native of New Jersey. I'm a dancer, entertainer, emcee, uh, co-host of a show called um, The Zone, which is X instead of a Z. And it's a YouTube show that's out there right now. And besides that, um, I MC comic book conventions, uh, mini cons, um, even um, documented pieces of some through Rucker's other through even working with kids. Um, both, mostly at, at the end of the day, it's all about bringing it to whatever event I'm doing and making sure everyone have a good time. But besides that, um, on the geek side, um, I've been into cartoons and comic books since I can see. I mean, since, you know, I used to remember watching the old Marvel cartoons where they used to swing and then the voices would be like, you know, whatever. Now they're probably in the 60s, but you know, as a kid, you growing up, you watch a little bit of everything. But reading a comic book, I think my, I think I was around 14 when I purchased my first comic book, and I think it was Iron Man. I can't tell you the exact number, but Iron, Marvel and DC alike, and then getting into some of the independent, um, other uh, publishing companies. At the end of the day, it's like. When you're a kid and you open your mind to this different types of literature and you see the visuals, your mind just escapes into that, to that world. And it's a beautiful thing. But back to leaking stuff, uh, Far Corner Studios, I'm going to tip my hat off to you guys cause it's a very enriched story. I mean, you have many different characters I see. Um, I mean, like some, I mean, like you can kind of identify with all the characters, to, you know to a degree but if you read the storyline of course you know you would get more like wow these, these guys are coming from a different point of view but at the same token they, they're they still bringing it in that comic book genre so that's my story and I'm sticking to it <laughs> <laughs>
6: well thank you people. I hope to be on your show at some point
3: oh yeah um, you will you will we're going to make this happen because you're the man for real and we're going to definitely make this happen
4: thank you
6: Thank you. I guess I'll go. My name is Lincoln Farquharson. I am originally from Atlantic City, New Jersey. I currently live in Newark, New Jersey. I have been reading comic books. I can't remember when I started reading comic books, but I was young before before I was a teenager. So I had to buy them for him. My dad used to buy them for me all the time. He was big on reading. And... um, I can't remember what my first book was, but I know I was an X-Men fan. I can't remember how I ever started with X-Men, but I was an X-Men fan. I did read some DC books, but I took to X-Men and Marvel books mainly, and it was really excellent. I didn't really read much of any other Marvel books, uh, maybe even X-Factor or uh, X-Men 2099. And then... I uh, I started writing my own stories as well when I was young. And for a long time, I'm the oldest of uh, seven. So for a while, I was by myself. So I had to keep myself entertained. So I was either building stuff through Legos or I was creating stuff by tacking up stories. And I used to do all kinds of stories and poems and things like that. So that's how it started. in my first um, comic book story was when I was around 10 years old, and I was watching X-Men, and I was watching Star Trek. Star Trek is one of my uh, other favorites, and I said, wouldn't it be interesting if you put X-Men on a starship? And that's how Team Genesis pretty much was born from that, from that concept of trying to put the X-Men on a starship. And so I started working on the story when I was 10, 11 years old. I was using characters from um, people that I knew and creating characters based on real people. You know, my friends in school, and I would bring it. I remember seventh grade, I would bring in pieces of the story to school and let my friends read about them, (laughs) read about how I used them in the story. And it didn't mean anything to them at the time, you know. And it was just something to do. And I kept those stories. Even to this day, I still have many of the original stories. And it wasn't until about 2013 I had started to get into um, t-shirts. I wanted to make t-shirts. And when I started making, when I started looking for logos, I'm looking for artists to draw a logo for me. My friend said, why don't you just go on Facebook and look for it? And I was like, duh. You know, I'm on Facebook all day any other day. And I never even thought about using Facebook to recruit talent. So I went online and I found a guy who has started his own little um, group for independent artists. And I said, well, uh, let me join. You know, let me connect with this guy. Let me find out how to get connected with other artists. And just so I could find somebody to draw a logo for my comic book. And I stumbled across these other groups that were all about comic book creation. And I said, wouldn't it be interesting if I can get one of these guys to draw a character from my story that I created like so many years ago. And all I was trying to do was just get the characters drawn right because this would be my first time actually having a visual of what was in my head. Right. And <clears throat> one thing led to another. We, you know, we brokered a deal, me and this one gentleman. He had, he had connections to all these different comic book artists. And we brokered this deal, put it in writing, and he got everybody together in a Facebook group chat. And they heard my story. I wrote up the uh, idea to them. And they started coming up with character concepts. And one artist stood out above all of them, and that was Arturo Gutierrez. the um the one who drew issues one, two, and three. And he came up with some excellent concept art. Um, and many of the characters, like Vibrant, Ice Storm, Flare. well, I'm sorry, Vibrant, Ice Storm, Mirage, they were thought of in the original sitting down brainstorming idea. So what you see now, those characters, were the original character designs that he created just to just based on the descriptions I gave of what I thought the characters should look like, and we've been you know we rode together ever since um, and basically that's how this that's how parkour series came about. I mean it was just by chance, I ran into some people and looking for something else and found some talent they wanted to do this, and then you know they wanted to expand it more and talk about you know. Building up more uh, characters, and uh, on the business side, that's that's on the artistic side. On the business side, it was a little bit different, right? It was a little bit more complicated than that. So you have to draw up contracts, right? You have to draw up uh, non-disclosure agreements. You have to draw up um, contracts between artists, but also contracts between the people who's actually going to manage this business, because now you're talking about creating a business. And I was already thinking about creating a T-shirt business, so now I had to change directions altogether. And um, so I took this opportunity to call up a friend of mine. His name is Carlos. And we used to work together. And I called him up one day and I said, would you like to go into the comic book with me? And he said, yeah. Now, keep in mind, Carlos for years, when me and Carlos used to work together, we used to – Write movie scripts And we wrote A Wonder Woman script That we actually went to Hollywood lawyers To pitch and everything And so when that flopped You know he had moved to North Carolina and So that was just the end Of all of our hopes and dreams So when I called him up um, He didn't really hesitate To jump on board So he and I went into A partnership to establish um, Far Corner Studios, along with another individual, and that's how Far Corner Studios came about. For the most part.
3: Wow, that was really interesting.
1: <laughs>
4: yeah, it, it definitely was. Um, it's funny that you said about X Men being on a spaceship, because I think I was in, like, third grade, and that was the actual way it went with the original Phoenix um, thing.
3: So yeah, the, the storyline was God, Phoenix. I that.
4: Yeah, the Phoenix saga is about to come out in the theaters in 2018, and originally um, there was a cartoon, I think maybe the one that you were talking about, the X-Men cartoon that came on every, I think it was Saturday, and they mm-hmm. did a little bit of it because Professor X wound up falling in love with a vision that he had, but he didn't know that it was mm-hmm. an alien woman that was connecting with him psychically. So right. It just so happens that Cyclops' father was um, one of the star jammers. He had been abducted right. of course, as a child, mm-hmm. so forth mm-hmm. and so on. So That's the original mm-hmm. thing that really got me and made me a Marvel Universe fan. That right. storyline right there. That was what yeah, captured the- my attention and made me say, I can't wait until this comes out as a movie and it about thirty some odd years but they did. Well
3: now it's funny because of the technology keep you know finally catch up with the story. You know, just like mm-hmm. with George Lucas with Star Wars, it all started with the comic book. Everybody still realized that's how he became where he is today because of the comic book. And as far as um far corner studios, your storyline is on that that path <laughs> and I, I would definitely say that it, it I could see a cartoon or a movie or like a full featured uh film out of it because it's it's such a diverse history and the allure I, I like it. I'm not just saying just to praise it, it just I like the fact you went so extensive into each character and, and the character development that those those different stories. Now how many books do you have by the way?
6: Uh we have four yes, we have four produced. We have Team Jaspers one, two, and three, and Delta Squadron one.
3: Okay, okay. It was funny because I was thinking you only had three, and then it's like, wait a minute, there's a fourth one? Oh my gosh! Oh, uh, that's what's up. That's what's up. So let me get this straight. Um, so when you were developing these characters, I mean, a little bit of yourself was encompassed to each of these characters.
6: Uh. Well, not really. I think the only one that I could say really is a little bit of me would be probably um, Dr. Grant, uh, Ice Storm, and Flare. Those three probably um, infuse more of me than the others. I mean, arguably, a little bit of me is in all of them, I guess you could say. But what, um, you know, just talking about the character development, you know. And, and then and I'm going to touch on diversity as well a little bit here because when you create characters, many times we create characters and we base the characters through our lens or our, through our understanding of the world. And so the characters generally have a singular view about much of everything. And even we see that in X-Men. I mean, everybody seems to be, if they're an X-Men, like, everyone's on the same path, right? Everybody wants to, you know, build this bridge between humans and humans, right? And everyone who's got an X Men can care less about that. So it's very, like, everybody is thinking the same way. And okay. everyone works fairly collaboratively. And even when they have, like, little personal spats, they still work together collaboratively. And But that's not realistic, right? Yep. <laughs> that's not real life. And... You know, I, you know, my by my day job is really working with, an education, I work at higher ed. I work for Rutgers University in Newark, and I work in um, program development for um, high school students and for college students. And part of that, you know, and in my years of training is in social development, human development, um, education, and getting people to the next stage in their lives post-college, right? So you have to know people, right? You have to study people. You have to... No psychology. You have to understand what makes people tick so you can better address the problems that they have. So I think when, as a, as, when you're a writer and you're a creator and you're trying to create real people, uh, you, have to, you have to do your research, right? So when we talk about diversity, a lot of times, and even indie artists, they believe diversity is different faces, but diversity is also different political positions, different religious positions, different yeah, attitudes, right. okay? If you get five random people in a room, how would they react? Yeah, so what? We all have superpowers. That doesn't mean anything. You know, I know no. my past dictates my present in many ways, right? So if I come from a broken home, it doesn't matter how much superpowers I have. I'm just. I'm still going to react in a way that's reflective of that broken home, and so now right. you bring these people together. Yes, we all have this common purpose. We all have this common thing, right? We all know Dr. Grant, for example, right? And we all have. We're all now caught in this web of of a um, of fear because the government's out to get us, and people just want to understand us, and you know we have nowhere else to go. So that's what's going to bring us together. And that's what's going to keep us physically together. But what's going to keep right. us on the same team working together? See, that's where you start talking about the different and answering characters. Like, for example, Streaks is already carefree. Streaks is the, the, the runner in the group. He's carefree. He's like he's really smart. He's fast. He's quick-witted. And he was there before um, he had a different relationship with Dr. Grant. And Ice Storm is very, you know, more seasons. As a leader, because he's had formal training, as he used to be uh, part of the Department of Homeland Security, so he has formal training. He's a little older, and uh, and his personality is just a little bit more serious. And so, what happens when someone is trying who sees a much bigger picture, like Storm sees a bigger picture, and he sees like you know, Dr. Grant wants us all to be together, but he doesn't really understand that I have to train these people to to really deal with the threats of the world because he's coming from Homeland Security training, you know, he's coming from being the oldest person. He's coming from this perspective and he's saying, These guys need to be trained. They're not, you know, and and Strix is like, Listen, I'm just here to, you know, do what I want to do. And so you have this this constant, you know, back and forth. You know, but they're gonna go through situations where it forces both of them to see the other. And and that's something that we just don't do sometimes. And when we're in groups, what we tend to do is we just want to state our opinion and just have people accept it instead of trying to understand why each other is different. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do in, the, in Team Genesis is try to really explain diversity, like, um, explain diversity a little bit better than what has been happening in comic books and in literature, you know, and in the world, really. I mean, Rutgers University, for example, is one of the – Rutgers University Newark told itself as the, the most diverse campus. But even, even when you have 100, you know, ethnicities, it still can be a very segregated place, you know, because no, you certain groups are going to stay within their own little sector. There's nothing there's wrong with that, but how, right. do you, how do you bring those people together, right? How do you do that? You have to teach people how to respect true diversity, meaning that differences in opinions, differences in how we see the world differences in how we interact and so in order for a writer to really do that you know i am a black male living in new jersey how do i get to know what um a white woman in ireland is doing right so i have to do some research you gotta yes, you study do. the history of these countries you have to study the history of certain cultures demographics yes. religions. that's right mm-hmm. and then you you have to talk to people who may fit those descriptions you know you have to survey individuals. There's a lot of there's a lot of groundwork you have to do if you're really mm-hmm. trying to, you know, be authentic in it. And um, don't get me wrong, it's going to be limited to certain things because you don't you're you are not from that area. right. You know, you no, are not we, a, there, in trust Ireland. Me. <laughs> so it's, you're going to be limited in many ways because you are not that. But exactly, I think that people who read it will at least respect the attempt. And that's what we're hoping.
3: Well, I would I would definitely think so too. Um, I mean like you said, uh it's it's all that hashtag diversity. <laughs> we gotta put that out there. Uh we right. definitely have to put that out there because people gotta understand, like you can be I can like for instance, I can be from Brooklyn. You know, I'm not from Brooklyn, but you know, it's just the mm-hmm. whole mentality. If you're from Brooklyn, depending upon what type of family you have, and you're put in a situation that, I'm sorry. That oh, was so said something. am sorry, but let me just get no, to the point. No, was here. my son.
4: I'm sorry. Good.
3: Okay, Okay, good, good. No,
4: um, just go ahead and finish. That wasn't me. It was he said something to me, and I had taken oh. the phone off from of you. Sorry about that.
3: Oh. oh, okay. I apologize. No, I was just trying to point out that uh, if, if that's that. Like you said, we can all think a certain way and all be from different points of views, but in the universe of realness, um, we have to come together for the common goal, and, and in this case, you know, it doesn't always work that way.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
3: But it's all about trying to get through
2: to get there.
4: Right.
2: Okay. Can I see? Oh, go ahead. Yeah, just, I'm, I'm sorry. Just as a producer, I just want to come on for a moment and let you know we have a few callers on the line. Everyone, thank you for calling in. And we, well, are you ready to take some questions? We have a caller from the A62. Sure. Hello.
5: Hi
6: there. Jersey.
5: Hello, how are Hello.
6: you? I'm good.
5: Good, good, good. This is H.B. Gibson, the creator and host of The Zone and I know that my buddy, my boy, my Energizer Bunny, Peace, the co-host of the show, is also there. What's going on? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I, You know what? You know, I, made a promise. I made a promise that I wouldn't call him Energizer Bunny anymore. The reason why I call him that is because he brings so much energy to the show, and I appreciate him so much.
6: He does. He does.
5: He does. Yeah, now I'm looking. He's like
6: that.
1: He's I'm like
5: looking. that in real life too. Oh no, y'all going in on me now.
1: <laughs>
5: <laughs> no, no, no. No, he, he he's great. He provides a lot. He does a lot for the show while, while while I'm at home, you know, trying to like work things out as far as like the uh, you know, as far as like formatting and looking for uh, you know, probably, you know, tr- I mean, we we don't want to um uh leave out those people that so-called don't have so-called big names, but the whole the whole purpose of the of the zone is to give people that normally would not have a stage a stage. But it does not hurt to have like a you know some kind of a name on it. So I've been you know doing my research trying to see if we can get some celeb juice on the show. But I'm looking at your your website here. I'm looking at uh, on uh, on Alignable uh, Far Corner Studios. And I have seen this particular character a couple of times before on a few flyers. Um, uh, the, oh, he, has, he has blue skin. He has a cape.
6: Oh, Ice What's Storm. the name of
5: this character? What's the name of the character? Storm. I'm sorry. Ice Storm.
6: Ice Storm. Mm-hmm. All
5: right. Now, did you, now, now, was the question already asked of how long you've been doing this?
6: No. So yeah. it's only, I mean, no one's really asked. I kind of said it, but it's been... We started official work in 2014. Right. Okay. So the first book came out. We started working January 2014. All artists were signed, um, mm-hmm. and then the first book came out in June 2014. We were at Philadelphia right. Comic Con that month. Yeah. Okay. So our first book came out uh, was produced in about five months and printed, and and it was uh we were selling it that same year.
5: And what makes really, your uh, what, what 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 makes uh, your your characters and your stories uh, what kind of an approach do you take to your to your stories that's different from say a DC from a Marvel you know uh, what what separates you from 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 them?
6: Well, one, our characters age and die,
5: <laughs>
2: <laughs>
6: uh, <laughs> and we don't. Uh, we, that's the biggest thing. The other thing is that not everyone is just a gem. Like you know, you don't just wake up one day. Everyone has powers, right? So right. there isn't this race of mutants or superhumans. Uh, there are certain people who have special gifts. Yes. And so those people are what the story is about. And right. And there's a there's a the the other thing is that. It's more character-driven than it is anything else. I mean, there's a lot. There's action, there, of course, because we have to give that to move the story along and to keep people entertained. But right. the real focus is how the people interact and how they make their decisions. And so the character development is the key to um, the Far Corner Studios.
5: Character development is very important to keep people interested and to keep people, you know, emotionally invested with the character. We want Mm. to see the hero win. We want to see where these characters are coming from. We want – and then we as the audience can decide who we can get behind. And I think that was uh, one of the reasons why, um, you know, like them or hate them, uh, the the, the Marvel films, particularly uh, Civil War – You know, I found myself actually kind of flipping sides, going one minute uh, Team Stark and one minute Team Captain America. Why? Because the characters have so many layers, and we've seen them go through so many things. And a lot of people also counted out in the beginning when you first heard about a Power Ranger movie. Everybody kind of like passed it off like, oh, my God, well, really, they're going to do that? But when you see the movie, the characters actually have layers, which brings me to this Mm -hmm. question who do you see possibly, you know, Hollywood is <laughs> knocking on your door saying, hey, mm-hmm. we like your comic. We like the characters. We like the, the, the character development. We like where you're going with this.
1: Mm-hmm. Who
5: would you like if you had a choice to direct a, a film based on your characters? Who would you like to, to do a movie on your comics?
3: You know,
6: um, I will say that I know no one. <laughs> no, and, 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 no, no, and let me say that not, not to say that I don't know anyone to do it. What I'm saying is that I'm not good at knowing who's who in Hollywood. So normally Carlos right. does all that. Like, Carlos would be the one that tells me this person should play Ice this person should play player this person should direct, this person should produce. Like, because I don't know anyone. Like, I don't watch TV. So I can't even tell you. I don't read, and when the credits come on, I don't even pay attention to the credits or who directed it or anything like that. Like I'm Your one of those people is- who just go for for content only. I don't really. <laughs> like
1: I-
5: you're, 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 part, like- you're, you're like whatever for the movies. I'm into comics. The, the, let the movie guys do the movies, and let me do the comics. That's how. That's what you say.
6: Well, not even that because then they ask me, "Well, who's your favorite writer?" And I'm like, "Well, I don't know right. because I don't even know them
5: like that." But see, that's cool. That, but see, that's very cool. That that lets you know, like you know, listen, I'm focused. You know, I'm worried about this mm-hmm. universe. I'm not really, you know, I'm not really thinking about that universe. But if but right. if Hollywood does happen to call, you know, I would say do some research <laughs> and well, make I mean, sure that's that. That's the first thing respect. you talked about. Well, I
6: mean, I I trust Carlos to make that decision. He'll he'll know. Um, He tells me who who's the best and who isn't. So,
5: would you say no to a fan film like like if if like a a, an upcoming. Uh, artist or an upcoming uh, uh, filmmaker sees your comic and says, "Hey, you know, I want to do a superhero film, but I want to do something independent. I haven't seen these guys before. I haven't seen uh, Far Corner Studios, uh, uh, you know, work before. But now that I'm looking at it, it's looking really interesting. Um, you know, I know that you know there's, there's a lot of uh, 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 fan films that have been, well films. I can't even call them fan films because fan films is based on pre-existing." Uh, uh, Franchises. I'm talking about somebody that actually do a film, like a short, yeah. on yeah. your character.
6: Any, any kind of. I, I'm open to all that. I don't mind. You know, I don't mind people um, taking the characters and making stories from them and anything like that. Um, I think I, I think of, uh I think it's high praise. You know, that someone okay. would take time out of their day, take use their their limited resources, whether they time, money, whatever. That someone would take the right. limited resources to right. um you know, to 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 dress up like you, to dress yes. up like your characters or to use your yes. material. I exactly. think that's high praise, honestly.
5: That 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 um, really would be awesome. And that, and you know what else would be awesome? I'd just have like to, to join in
2: <laughs> Yes. <laughs> But you oh, know what I also I'll like, you like to say. <laughs> I like to also say um, in response to that, as part of the Far Corners Universe, um, you know that is really not far off. You know, Lincoln already has vision. He knows where he wants to go, and he already had a vision. And we had a vision, and you write it down, you attract what you need. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I do marketing, and I also do marketing for been doing marketing for theater since ninety nineteen ninety eight. So um, that is really not far off at all. That's really where we're working to, and we've had a couple um, nods from um, people about actually doing licensing. That's how strong the characters go. are. Good, so excellent. That sounds possible. So we spoke it out there. If anybody wants to All talk
5: about right, well, <laughs> well 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 listen, on on that note, I know you got more callers and everything. I wanna just thank you for accepting my call and I would like to have each and every one of you, including the host of this wonderful radio show, on the zone very soon. Hey Pete, yes. let's make it happen. Yes. That's when right. is the next thank time, time so the zone
2: much. comes on?
5: Uh well it's, it's, we can't we can't the zone now. on It's it's a show that's on YouTube. We're up uh, seven episodes, actually eight episodes if you include the the little sub-episode that we, a little segment that we just put on. Um, It is a geek-based web series where we talk about comic books, anime, film, cosplay conventions, especially we want to give stage to the independent comic book artist. That's one of my main things, an independent Uh, filmmakers and you know cosplayers we want to give them a stage as well as possibly having you know some celebs on the show but we really want to give uh, a stage to those who would normally not have a stage that's the main that's one of the main missions of the zone you can catch it on YouTube right now just look up the zone you'll see a big black and red X with the word the zone in yellow letters is on YouTube right now Uh, it's hosted by myself and mr. Peace Moore. And we're having a great time. And that
6: that's zone, that's X-O-N-E, right?
5: X-O-N-E. All right.
6: And, I'm, and so you guys are on YouTube, so that means I have to bring my own makeup artist, right? <laughs> because
5: I can't be seen. <laughs> there you go. you
1: like, look, you get all the good stuff. Hey, and listen, and listen.
5: Hey, listen I, don't, I, I, don't, I don't know where anybody else's faith is, but I go by the Bible and I say, come as you are. <laughs> I hear you, I hear
6: you Thank you so much for joining us though I appreciate you. Right, thanks
5: for having me, I'll see you guys next time Alright, yeah,
2: bye bye yeah. Bill Yeah, so I just like to ask If there are any other yeah, callers If you have a few more callers on the line If you want to speak, okay. just press 1 And that way we'll know that you want to speak And, and if you don't, just keep listening in no, um, no one, um as we're waiting for people to respond. Um, Lincoln, why don't you um you know, what's on the horizon for far corners for um for this year? You know, what I mean, I know you <sighs> talked about your first book, but how many um books are, you know, out, how many print, how many digital? <sighs> And, um, okay. you know, let us in on the prequel coming at the end of the year and about these meetups.
6: Okay. Um, so we have three printed, That's Team Genesis 1, 2, and 3, and we have four digital, which is Team Genesis 1, 2, and 3, and Delta Squadron 1. Uh, Delta Squadron 2 has been colored. It's just waiting to get lettered. And then we have Team Genesis or which is the script is done up, so we just now have to begin the actual drawing of that. And then we have a prequel that we're creating, well, I'm writing, and in partnership with my, I have another, I have a writer on staff, and so together we'll be, we're writing the prequel to all of this. It's called How It All Began, not a really original title there, but it is uh, basically how it all began, right? Where the story starts. And the story that's let me give you this a backstory just a little bit that the story does not, this story is not about team Genesis, right? This story is not about a group of strangers coming together to save the world. This story is about two people from the future who are trying to carry out their own mission. And one of those individuals, uh, is Dr. Grant and the other one is another being called Energox and Energox is an alien from another planet obviously, alien um, so they're both from the future and so how it all began brings us to uh, introducing us to Dr. Grant and Energox in their actual timeline and it shows how they came to our path and that's how it all starts. So we're looking forward to the prequel. The prequel will be broken into four parts. Uh one through zero four. It will be free. Uh, it will probably be on Tumblr, but we'll also have our, we're also uh, making up our website right now. Our website should be ready to go by June. Um, my fingers are crossed. So it will probably be on our website as well. And we also have some meetups coming up, right? I, You know, honestly, the meetups is Jackie's idea. I just say, sounds great, let's do it. I know that we've asked Peace, right, to to come on board and help us flesh out what these meetups look like. Hello. um, Because we we want the meetups to be about, and keep in mind, the meetups, my suggestion has always been the meetup shouldn't just be about Far Corners series. Just like this conversation isn't really about Far Corners series. I mean, yes, the focus is Far Corners series, but the conversation is also about diversity, right? All about the indie industry, right? And so um, we want the meetups to also be about that. We want the meetups also to be about the indie industry and diversity and how we can, and using Far Corners as the focus when we talk about these issues. So I think there's a lot of issues that we can talk about that comics Tend to want to address and that Farquhar is you know addressing you know whether it be diversity or um, or independent business you know the the business of comic book I mean that's something that's very rarely talked about as well so we' we'll, we're just we're getting those meetups together, and I look forward to to be participating in those meetups myself, um, making sure everyone gets their copies of Team Genesis one. Um I'll make sure that I have them signed. I've signed copies of Team Genesis One piece for you to give out and um and so look for that and and Jackie, you'll be posting that up soon I window media on what we'll be discussing with other these
2: right <laughs> um you know um what I also wanted to ask about because um, we we're in a close out time. But I really want to um quickly talk a little bit about cosplay. Because um that's um Bill was talking to me about um cosplayers um and here right. I had the um, the um, festival, the Cherry festival.
3: Yeah, yeah we were
2: there. Yeah, and then you know, Bill is a photographer, so I'm just like curious, you know i mean do you do are you doing a lot with cosplay you know what's the growth of cosplay you know you tell- you talk a little bit about it, and then you talk a little bit about a piece and you know and you guys let us you know do far corners have characters that cosplayers would w- would be interested in as well
3: uh, bill yes uh do you want- to uh, – i have a lot to say but i want you to hear i want you to Chime in because I know you got a lot to say too.
4: Uh, I wanted to kind of piggyback off of this and try to link what I wanted to ask And she said we were on um, certain time. Um, You had said something earlier about your your characters actually die. Now that's very very interesting to me. So that brought about a question in my head is um, one of my favorite TV shows of all time was Twenty Four, and I'm really starting to like Twenty Four Legacy. Now they do the new show, right? Yeah, they do a real time frame with what it is that they're showing you. Now, is that mm-hmm. what you're going to do with your characters as well, do a real true time frame that, say, for instance, you know, the X-Men have been pretty much the same age if they do the original X-Men that I started reading. They have kind of remain mm-hmm. the same age over the course of like 30 years. Now, mm-hmm. if you're going to kill your characters off, and then I'm hoping you're going to replace them with someone. Yeah. Are you thinking of doing it in that same time frame there? Because I think that this would be the key thing to separate how people are going to see your characters and want to become cosplayers. If you're going to do something that different, because I've never seen that done in a comic book before, if that's on a table, I think that's something that's going to grab a whole different audience of people because it's more of a, more about what we've been seeing on TV today with Marvel going out and doing their, their offshoots. They're doing Mm -hmm. things that are just so different. And that's something that probably would be catchy that would have people talking about it. And I know Mm -hmm. several Japanese organizations, and they're always looking for little things like that just to, you know, hang their hats on, even if they can't even speak English. So, Mm -hmm. again, you know, with the cosplayers, it's really big on how you capture them. And I think that if you could come off with something like that, even change maybe a little bit so you give them maybe a time frame, I don't know, like dog years, for instance, you know. Okay, seven years is one year in comic book time. So if you could touch on that. (laughs)
6: uh. I, I want to. I hope I'm
4: going to answer your question
6: correctly. So, because I hope I'm understanding it. So, every character has a birth. And, uh, so, and let me go further back. I have no intention of having this this team Genesis drag out forever. You know, Marvel has been around for for seventy years or so. I I mean,
4: mm-hmm.
6: I have no intention of, of it lasting seventy years. <laughs> And I know that sounds like so crazy, right? Because everyone wants to be like the others. But, I mean, honestly, I don't think that's real. You know, I don't think that's realistic. What I think is that, and I know that if you were to go corporate, they would be like, you're crazy. We're going to re-, re reanimate these people if necessary. But I think, one, is unoriginal, okay? I think that it's to cop out is an easy way. You know, if someone mm-hmm. does, if someone likes Captain America, what they do is they constantly reinvent the same Captain America, and uh, or they constantly bring him back out with different storylines because you know he's a guaranteed sell. It is a really it's a business move. It's not really a creative move. It's a business move. You stick with what you know, which is why we have Hollywood rehashing old movies because they have been known to sell, and they don't want to take risks with new ideas. So, what when we for the creative, you know it's easier that way also for the creative side because you don't have to come up with new characters. For me, this is, you know, this isn't really, I guess it's because this isn't my passion in life that this is why I gave everybody a timeline. (laughs) Um, So for me, when I did it, I said, you know, they're all going to age. They're all going to, and if they get killed in the they're not coming back unless it's like some really, really special circumstance. And even then, you can't use it, but only one or two times, right? Right. So, so I, said, I like that. I would do. I would create the characters that have been and they can't, that's why they they start fairly young to give us that time. <laughs> so by the time maybe like by the time you guys get wind of them. Uh, they may be in their late 20s, which is still good to still use them. Right. Uh, do we follow real time? Mm, yes and no. Uh, we tend not to put dates outside of their birthday. So you may see in the story, and they say present, which could be 2015 when you read it, could be 2018 when you read it. So I'd say within a five year window, you know, maybe two years have passed, right? Versus an actual five years. In the end, if a person was born in 1983, and we're now in 2023, uh, is that person going to be 40? <laughs> Probably. Right. Uh, we would have to kind of honor that, you know. Yeah. Uh, that that person would be 40. So the goal. That's why it, it puts more pressure on us as an as a organization to really get this off the ground very quickly, to really get the story out there very quickly, because we have put a time limit on our characters. We put an expiration, basically, on our characters. And so the longer we wait or the longer it takes for this to gain traction, the, the older our characters will get. And so it will change the way the story has been told for, um, for many of them, because with age comes different perspectives, different personalities, different situations. Um, there's opportunity there, of course, to, you know, be very different, right? How do you deal with a middle-aged, you know, superhero, right? We deal, normally deal with it in a very comedic way or a very, very serious way, but we never put them on the same level as young superheroes. And so it will, it will be interesting to see a character that um, – Started out young and has gradually aged into this into this um, position. So we're we're playing with that, and but but we do have a deadline, our characters will age and they will die off.
4: Great answer. Yeah,
6: I and, like
1: that. And um, if you get
4: into the cosplay portion of it, like I, like I said, I believe that what you're saying will capture people's imaginations because that's really what cosplay is about—just people seeing. Mm-hmm what it is that they relate to inside of a character that they want to be that character. That's why so many right. African-American women, you know, look at Storm, and the, the yes, character right. that you have is beautiful. She's gorgeous. Um, her is a great. A yes. oh, And, yeah. and I, I really see a lot of African-American women being able to relate to her. But the diversity that you have going on, too, it's going to be astounding. I, I just know it is. I just know it is. And I want to throw up one other thing in there, too. A um, couple people that I thought of that could go – and do something, some type of directing for, hopefully, a movie. Um, Two people that I've met. One is Ron Howard, and they haven't done this before. I was looking for someone kind of with a fresh start in the comic book world or Marvel or DC that hasn't done it yet. Mm -hmm. And then the other one would be the Transformers director, Michael Bay. I've met both of them, talked to them at times, and these two guys are just – they're wonderful people. And I think that they would – do the other thing that I was thinking – Which is... I'm a huge Star Wars fan. And despite the fact that... Yes, I mean, I've been a Star Wars fan since I could remember. But I can tell you Mm -hmm. that I haven't really been happy with the scripts because every one of the Star Wars um, movies is exactly the same as the one before it. It's always been that way. And it's just something I've accepted. So when you had said, look, it it is what it is. You know, they have certain ways of going about things and blah, blah, blah. blah. But if you were to have that director... The other directors that I've seen that have been doing this, they have a way of not really being true to the comic book. And I guess you as the creator, how would you feel about that? You know, I, I would assume that you would want to have some type of, um, you know, goal in mind to say, okay, we're going to keep stick to the script some way because these guys are, you know, okay, we do the old old in Star Trek. We're going to have spot go back in time and we're going to have a whole different timeline so we can have the different characters mm. and we can have this and we can have that. I'm not well, really I, a fan I, of that. Go ahead. Oh no, go ahead. I'm I'm, just, go ahead. Uh, I'm not really a fan of that. But uh, uh, how far off course of what it is that you want is your core? Do you want the storyline to go to? So, say you have that that best selling, you know, storyline like um, the X Men had with um, uh, yeah. the one when they had the Sentinels and they had to come back in time and everything else. I forget what the name of it is. Back to future days, of future days of Future Past. past. Yeah, Days, of future, yeah, days past. of future Past. So if you have uh, Epic, you know, comic series like that, or a storyline like that. Want them to stick directly to it. I mean, if you could put a number to it, maybe an approximation, eighty percent, seventy percent. Would you care? As long as one so, of these guys got behind it. <laughs> so, um,
6: I think that it's a, it's it's very situational. Like right now, first of all, I'm not stuck to my story. To the point where it's mine, you can't change it. Da da da. Everything's negotiable to me. This is a business, and we have to keep that in mind. That this is about about making money. Okay, let's just get right to the root of that, all right? So, if there's an opportunity, someone saying, "Listen, we're going to pay you ten million dollars to <laughs> you know buy the rights to your story. So, and but we're going to write this script, and you can consult us, but we have a direction that we seek for this movie." Hey, go right ahead. In my mm-hmm. opinion, to really. Now, I would encourage them to do, to do, you know, stick to what made people come to the story in the first place. You know, stick to the foundations of why people like the story. And I hope that they will listen to that. You know, but I also know that you have to be able to negotiate these things. You can't just say it's all or nothing. And so, you know, in the situation, I don't know how it would be. I don't know what they would say. Um, right. And I can't. So I would argue that I would I would argue for keeping the basic, the, the, the foundation, the founding principles of the story, uh, because that's what drove people to it originally, as long as you give that. Now, I would like for them to stick to canon. Um, one of the reasons why I am not, a fan of the X-Men movies, because they do not stick to canon at all.
3: No, they, they have don't.
6: rewritten the stories, and um, one thing I've always said was that if you if you want to make a different story, fine, uh, but don't change character history, because then it becomes obvious that these are fict- fictional characters. And in, in my opinion, people like your characters because they see themselves in it. That's, I mean, that's the reality of I it. Mean, we we go into fantasy because we try to escape, you know, our world, our real world, and live just different world. But we also want to see ourselves in those places and spaces. And so, when you change the character's background or history, it changes how we now see ourselves in these characters. And so, I just, I would, I think that was probably my only sticking point was that would be that. You, I don't mind you making a different Teen Genesis number one if you're going to make a movie out of it. Just keep the characters the same. I think
4: that would probably be my only caveat in that.
1: Got gotcha.
4: I guess the other thing that comes to mind is that, um, um, not Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, you know, he's kind of taking a backseat to, you know, Star Wars and everything else. But then comes to mind for me, is the Dragon Ball Z, which is a big anime that's been around for, ooh, what, 30 years or so? Yeah. Dragon Ball Z. um, I don't know if you guys are familiar, but the gentleman sold off the rights, and he wound up coming back, and he had taken the rights back to, you know, rewrite the story because he didn't like the way that they went with it. Yeah,
3: I'm definitely into it. And on, on that subject, um... Along with uh, with his storyline, like I said, I like the fact that he pointed out he wants to still look at it as a business, but yet stick to the foundation of what brings people to the story, and I think that's what the original owner of Dragon Ball did. He walked, he walked away from it, he was doing video games, he was doing other things, other projects, and when he came back to the fold, he was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, this is not what I want, you know, for my fans to realize, so... I l it's kind of interesting now as a new canon, but it, I do really like the direction that they're pointing in. Not, not so far some of the colors, you know, but overall, if you know what I mean with their power-up, but overall, I like the storyline. It's kind of like, okay, this is what brought me to this in the first game. Right.
1: Mm.
3: But back to uh, what we were talking about, the the cosplaying scene is always evolving, um I am going to admit I'm still a puppy in this rim, but what I would <laughs> like to – yeah, yeah. I'm not going to say I'm a master. I'm not a master at this stuff. I've, I've just been brought into this universe as a cub. Let's say it's from a cat point of view because my girlfriend she's a gata negra, so I got to shout out my girlfriend, got the negra, because she's a cosplaying hip-hop artist. So back to the, the 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 form of looking at this, it's always changing. I watch cosplaying Melee, I watch other shows, you know, sci fi rim, it's like it's always evolving. That's how Harley Quinn is so big now because <laughs> the cosplayers look at you know, the the actual industry look at the cosplaying world and that's how they're drawing their ideas now. They look at someone through a different costume, a different idea, and like, okay, I can use this in the costume or I can use this in a storyline. And they take it to a whole new level by looking at us, you know? So I think it's a, a very interesting thing to see if we can cosplay some of his, his characters and bring them to the forefront, you know? Or a GenderBender, you know, the GenderBender, if you don't know what that is. Um, gender bending is like when you have a, a female character and it'll be done as a male or a, a, a male character done as a female and um, mm-hmm. I've seen plenty of them in many different ways and I like your characters have like a full on like okay I can see someone doing this in this way you know or you can see like let's say the John Mackerel. I know I'm just saying names for the sake of saying but you know there's a lot of heavy hitter cosplayers out there and some people stick to <laughs> one particular character but these characters, I can see someone, okay, I can see someone wearing that costume of Ice Storm, right? That's the one of your characters, yeah?
6: Yeah, yeah.
3: And I like, because he's very defiant. You could, like you said, from his training, I can see someone wearing an evolved outfit of that, you know, because like, you 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 have different versions, you know what I mean? Like you got different Supermans, you got different Batmans. Of course, I can see different Ice right. versions, you know, Ice Storms, you right. know. And, like, even, uh, uh, what is their name, uh, Mirage? Mirage, Mirage. is that character? Yeah, I like Mirage. Oh, my God. She has, like, that whole ninja street fighter, you know, motif that everyone can fall in love with. And, of course, uh, Stargazer, she is so gorgeous. You know, I was just like, wow. I mean, of course, we're going to see the softer tone version, of course. But (laughs) but it's it's so beautiful to watch and see uh, people come up with their ideas. And and I think that's what stream from video games, comic books, movies, you know, graphic novels, your ideas for your characters, I definitely can see someone making a a costume or even a suit, you know. Like someone can make a suit based off of a stampede or making uh what's this guy's name? Flair? Flair looks yeah. really interesting too. <clears throat> Hello? Yeah, yeah? I'm here. just making yeah. sure everybody No, I'm sorry, I'm just <laughs> going into a rant. <laughs> but no, I was just making sure everybody <laughs> was coming uh, again.
4: Well, I told you sure. guys I'm a little under the weather, so I try to mute the mute as much as possible, so I'm not, like, clearing my throat.
3: Oh, okay. Okay, I get it, brother. I get it, brother. But Lincoln, um, definitely, even, what's the other girl's name, v- uh, Vibrant?
1: Yeah.
3: A Vibrant is definitely a character I can see a lot of girls or women play Um, or dressing up as because the the cast, I mean, like I'm looking at it right now, and I can see some people going in certain directions with it Mm -hmm. and um, it's definitely a very beautiful character um, and she doesn't always have to be a block people don't understand, I've seen big people play uh, characters too, of course, it's one of those things, like diversity doesn't have to be always Mm -hmm. a skinny person you can see a full-figured girl and and the way she goes about it, eloquently and beautifully, and still pull off the character or pull off the, yeah. Her version You know what I mean So yeah. or, or even a, a guy You know what I mean Like uh, Doing a different version Of Streak You know But well, of course His version You know what I mean Or her version right. You know what I mean Right, right. But Absolutely. they're pretty cool characters Thank you But um So let me ask you this um, so, so far You say you want You're doing You're gonna be doing meetups Um You were definitely making More of a con Um Presence uh, for uh, some upcoming comic book conventions?
6: Well, this year we weren't, we had applied to uh, New York Comic Con. And so, you know, you have to wait to see if you got accepted for that. So we'll see right. if we get accepted for that, which um, I'm not sure what's going to happen. But we have no other cons uh, scheduled to go to this year, mainly because we're trying to produce content. So one of the. Right. Things with indie artists is that you're constantly broke, <laughs> you know, and so what we have to do this conversation again because you know it would be interesting. We we should talk about the business of comic books. I mean, I think that you know fans and uh, they really don't appreciate the time and the resources, and I, I include time in that in that resources word. The resources that go into creating a book. And it is understandable that they would. They just want a product and I get that. But if you're if for indie artists and and that's why I always try to say that we have to really support each other because it is truly, truly not easy.
1: Truly not
6: easy. It is a it's a very time consuming effort and it's a very expensive effort. And mm-hmm. you really have to have an understanding of business in order to really pull this off successfully. And a lot, a, lot of, a lot of people out here are doing this for the love of it, you know, and people say, oh, Lincoln, you know, I'm so glad you're pursuing your passion. And I'm like, so not my passion, but yeah. um, this is not my passion. But I like it and, and I can do it and I'm I am going to do it. But, um, it's it's different for me. It's really, I That's look it. at it more of a business than I do as uh, just a hobby to do. And so I, I mean, try to educate others on right. the business of this because, <laughs> you know, you really have to understand if you're really trying to do this, there are certain things you should be made aware of in order to really make this successful.
3: Definitely. There's definitely certain steps that you have to take. And know it co- like concrete. Like every time you go, you you think of the next level. You still have to go back mm-hmm. to the you know those core ideas to make it happen. Because even as an entertainer, uh, people understand what what we're trying to do as as an entertainer. I'm just, I mean, no, I know this is about your segment, but I'm just going to just give you an idea. No, um, as an entertainer, I'm an entertainer. Do bar mitzvahs, weddings, communions, mm-hmm. but then the whole cosplay. Sci, you know, sci-fi, anime, it's still a new um, a new toy or a new concept. And it has to be always self-defining how you bring uh, – uh, I'm, I'm just going to get to the point, family, friendly, aesthetic, but still get across whatever concept, let's say your idea, or let's say um, – Let's say at the the comic book in general, the comic book store in general, because some mom and pop companies, it's hard to put it out there to go on the internet and um, put their content and figure out okay what's the latest comic book coming out? Well, like your comic book coming out soon, or what? Oh, you like your graphic novel? Oh, what's going digital. It's it's so many things to keep pushing it and keep pushing it. And as an entertainer, like you say, you know, like for instance, I have to go in the library sometime, which I did today. I went to West Orange Library. I'm, I know I'm calling them out, but you know, just to come up with a concept. <laughs> hey, we could do something with kids and adults and make it work. Because mm-hmm. it's always the concept, mm-hmm. just like with you, to make the comic book mm-hmm. work and everyone to draw into that story. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
6: So,
3: uh, just like Bill, you know, he's a photographer, so he meets all so many probably people. You know, uh, you know, in the back, like pulling the strings and the, you know, and, and actually. Actually, some of the the heavy hitters or the key masters and the gatekeepers we call them key masters and gatekeepers we call them mm-hmm. that all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's all about how do you get in the industry. For instance, you're a comic book writer and you want people to know the business. Like how do you first you have to come up with an idea and know it inside and out and write it. You know, that's something mm-hmm. that you have to be learned. Like basically, good grammar. You have to know all the spelling even if it's spelled a certain way, it has to be, you know, poetic, but yet still to, you know, make the story flush out. You know, you can't say I ain't going to the store. No, I am going to the store, (laughs) you know. So, but, but it's all at the end of the day, it's all about bringing it like from a seed to a flower. So I get it back to what you were saying, the business in itself, like just learn it. You know, you might find something in that and bring something else out of that, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah,
6: I mean, there's, there's, you know, we we would. That's it's a whole another whole another segment to talk about. What yes, yes, you yes. Can, I know. I just, yes, I just those and I can, ones. And I could, and I can go in, you know, as much detail as possible about the different the different things that any person who's looking to get into publishing, um, into or into comic books should know, um. And that's you know based on my experience and based on my education too. So, and just to give some background, I have a bachelor's in business administration or business management, and I have a master's in public administration. So, I think we we are short
3: on time. Hello, Jackie.
5: Jackie.
2: Yes, yes, yes. We are here. We are. Yeah, yeah we. Are. <laughs> yeah, we, we. We went way over, um, but um, people are still listening in, and it's been a great conversation. And like I said, it's something we can definitely continue. And this is definitely something we can even continue with the meetups, and we can stream the meetups. And, you know, and, you know, focus on different topics. So we maybe put out some surveys and let people, you know, see what areas, you know, um, of interest everyone has. But this has been a great, great conversation. And um, everyone's been very excited about it. Um, and you'd be surprised how many responses we had from really young people. So they're looking for oh, something. Okay. Something about their gems. Um, and talking about gems. You never told us what are gems and why do you? Oh, you know we right. got trusty gladiators yeah. and now gems. Let the people know what gems are.
6: Oh, so GEMS stands for genetically enhanced human, and it's just uh, our version of mutants. So our version of metahumans. You know we can't use those words, so then we had to come up with something. And but they also go beyond just the comic book realm and within the comic book universe is also. Uh, reflection of our fans, because I I just never like the word fans. It's kind of self is like egotistical to me. <laughs> like, oh, you have all these fans. Um, so I thought that it would be best if we consider them gems as well. People who have gifts and talents that they use to make us all better and make the Far Corner Studios better, because without the people, we can't do our job. Without people supporting us, without people coming out and advocating for us, without people purchasing our stuff, I mean, they're using their their talents, their resources to make us better. So um, that's just a you know, us calling them gems is really a homage to them and to to the gifts that they bring to us.
3: I like that. I really like that because at the end of the day, you don't want them to be generic or oh, you're just plain, you're basic. No, mm-hmm. you're a gem
6: hmm Absolutely.
2: <laughs> Absolutely. Okay. So, um, I see we're gonna follow this up now. Um Bill, I think you're the only one and maybe you need to just reiterate um Lincoln. But Bill, if you could let everyone know how to get in touch with you. If they wanna find out more about you and your services. And, um, and do you do any special photography or shoots or anything with cosplayers?
4: I do pretty much every type of photography that is known to man. I've shot things <laughs> for the Philadelphia Convention Center. I've shot the actual outside of the Convention Center for their lighting. I've shot City Hall for the city. I've shot different buildings and um, structures for Drexel University um i've done stuff i worked with the Inquirer daily news i've done video and that's actually how i had met um ron howard i did video backstage at the first made in america and i had to get i got had uh, excuse me I had gotten a chance to actually interview him while he was interviewing janelle Monet and several other people he was doing a documentary for hbo so those are two of the things that I do. I also do a little bit of PR, not to step on your toes. I'm not on your level, Jacqueline. I'm not on your level. <laughs> but, um, you know, in man, a pinch, you know, I can run a little, oh, you know, little press release here and there. You know, I've done that from time to time on some of my own events. I've done fashion events. I'm called on to do different types of events. So I was the COO of an event planning company. With okay. that I was mm-hmm. with Celebrities. We were doing celebrity golf tournaments for football players. Um, In that time frame, too, I wound up becoming friends with, like, Michael Vick, LaShawn McCoy, and people such as that. And now that the NFL draft is coming up, those same relationships are coming back because Leshawn's going to be doing a party here um, with some other promoter friends of mine. Most of the promoters in Philadelphia I know. So for the past 15 years, actually probably 18, I've been a professional photographer. And then before that I was kind of a professional party goer. And I just linked right. all of that up with the different things that I was doing to make sure that pretty much anything that has to do with entertainment, I'm there. I do all the A C um shows in AC. I do all most of the shows at the Lea Chorus Center. I just did two at the Lear Chorus Center in the last couple of weeks. I work with the radio stations, so normally I'm that person that has about one degree of separation from most people who are in any industry in fashion politics or um of course entertainment.
1: Oh Yeah, you're that gray area.
4: Yeah, I'm a big gray area.
3: <laughs> no, that's, mm-hmm. good. that's cool. Grader. I respect
2: it. I bow down. I bow down. I'm not worthy. Oh,
4: thank you. Thank you. I, I, he's I all, that. he's, you also, he's
2: also a good guy because I met Lincoln. I mean, not, not Lincoln. I mean, I didn't meet you, but I met Bill through an event called the Give Back, where people give back, mm-hmm. and I'm not even sure. Not I don't know how he heard about it, but since I was the PR person, you know, he came to me. Uh, you know, I started taking pictures, you know, people, all kinds of things. And we, um, you know, was cele- we had celebrity headliners, but um, he gave back. He donated some of the images, but he wanted to give them to me. So I just made mm-hmm. sure everybody knew about him. And, um Well, yeah, that's, one yes. yeah. that's one of my secrets.
4: That's one of my secrets. A lot of times you may see me somewhere, and especially if it has something to do with kids, I'm probably donating my time and my images. So that that's my key thing that's got me to where I am now. That I have no problem, you know, doing things of that nature, especially if it's for a good cause. I love children, so.
3: And that's what well, the, this is know.
6: about. Yeah, well, let yeah, let's um continue to to build uh, the three of us because I think there's so many things that we can do um, to leverage each other, in in uh, in a singular way, so especially when we talk about giving back and you know doing things for children. Um. I think we could really do some great things. Also, uh, Bill, are any of your people into comic books? I mean, you—you you ringing off
4: a lot oh, of names yes. here, brother. Yes, and yes. So um, you need—I don't know the let, ones let let that Jack are Jack into you. the comic books, but I know that I thought of a couple of people that could play some of your characters, like professional ballplayers. Ah. You know, that's that would be a nice yeah. thing right there. Yeah, there you go. Also, there you go. Listen, I don't
6: mind selling them a copy of the book. Yeah. I
2: don't know. Mm-hmm. If you get
1: it, I And also, the to read, too, to read like a the gym,
2: get some of the players mm-hmm. to do the read like a gym. We have our, our mm-hmm. give back is read like a gym literacy. I and mean, that right. could be a good starting That's relationship. That's a STEM that right
1: a there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, I definitely see kids sitting around and having some basketball players from the NBA or NFL players having them read, you know, your books to mm-hmm. some of the children. Mm-hmm. I can see that. And I I think I did say Mm -hmm. I do video, but one of my partners, um, one of my best friends, I told Jacqueline this, that we had a business together. I was doing pictures and printing, and then I do artsy things with them. I can frame them and everything else, but he's an airbrush artist, and he's worked for Don McNabb and um, all these other, you know, high-profile people. He's done murals. He's done cars, helmets,
1: motorcycles.
4: He does all these different mm-hmm. things. And one of the things we do is, um well is we, we do printing. So he's a master printer mm-hmm. pretty much. He's been doing it almost all his life, about 30 years. And um, mm-hmm. I kind of come in on doing, you know, pictures and everything else. So we can do vinyl. We do T-shirts. We do pretty much everything across the board. Now, I didn't give my information before, but – I can be reached by going directly to my website. My website for my photography is William Andrews within S photography. So William Andrews Photography, all one word dot com. And from there, mm-hmm. you have my Facebook, Instagram, and also my Twitter are listed on there. But if right. you look up Bill Andrews Photography, just one whole word on Facebook and Instagram, you'll find me. And if you look up on Twitter at B A, my initials, Bill Andrews, Celeb, C-E-L-E-B, photog, P-H-O-T-O-G. You'll find me on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Uh, he okay. went in. Okay, Lincoln. Mind explosion. No, I didn't hear the question. Okay,
2: go ahead, Peace. And, uh, um, okay. Okay, Peace, how, how do we reach you? And then, um, Lincoln, let us know how, how we reach you.
3: Well, I was going to put my information out, Um uh, I could be rate uh, two three different ways. Let's just go with obviously Facebook. I'm going there right now. Uh Peace more at Facebook. Um like also my email address is R A Y P H O R M I S S at Hotmail dot com. And you know what? I'm gonna put my number out there just as business, uh just for business purposes only, more we'll- Phone number is nine seven three two oh four one eight nine oh and it's everything with events, um cosplaying events, uh performances, and I also I dance and host um other you know performances and stuff like that. So you can contact me through that. Great. Okay. Thank you. And uh you, Thank you can
6: reach us at far dot com. Uh, actually, I'm sorry. farcornstudios.com is will take you to a page that says it's coming soon. Uh, but we are on Tumblr at right now for until the website is up. We're on Tumblr or Farcornerstudios.tumblr.com, and we also have Instagram. We uh, Farcornerstudios so on Instagram, and we also have Twitter, which is Farcorners. And that's two S's at the end, so it's Farcorners with N then S. So, uh, and then we also have, what else do we have? We have, oh gosh, I'm losing it. Tumblr, Far Corner Facebook, Studios oh, Facebook, on Facebook yeah. Far Corner Studios on and, Facebook and, and Team, Team Genesis, Genesis on Facebook. And we, and you can reach me, you can reach me on chief at farcornerstudios.com, which is C-H-I-E-F at F-A-R-C-O-R n e r s s t u d i o s dot com. Yes.
2: and also on LinkedIn we have a company page, Far Corner Studios. Oh, yes. Far Corner I can't Studios keep LLC Don't LinkedIn. LinkedIn. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: yeah, but even if you just go to the Tumblr, like Far Corner Studio dot dot com, I think our, our social media handles are there, so you'll be able to get everywhere. And um I just have to figure out how to put a lead capture on even fork on the if you just sign up on um you sign up then, you know, you'll get updates and everything. So when you go to the Tumblr you'll be able to sign up so that you can see everything that's going on. So, um, gentlemen, we're gonna just say we're out and um no. Um oh, I needed to let everybody know. I forgot to say the show opened up with Chiro by Mahogany. She's an independent artist. Was it okay, Lincoln?
6: It's fine. It's fine. We're going to do <laughs> we're going to have our we're going to have our um <laughs> I know I'm like such a critic, right? He's like I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, I have my we have a we have a theme song we've got produced by a young guy in Philadelphia. Um, so I can't wait for everyone to hear that. And we also, I didn't tell you this, we also have a 30-second teaser that's coming out, animated teaser coming out.
2: All right. So
6: I'm looking forward to that.
2: All right. So we had some great things coming up. So everybody just, you know, stay aboard. Please, you know, hit us up. At um, Far Corner Studios. Com or on any social media handle, and um, let's just keep this going. It, and we're going to have a um, one of our other topics has to be about the universe. You, you have to tell us, you mm-hmm. know, what makes the far corner universe.
1: <laughs> okay.
6: Absolutely. All right. That's thank you. It. Anyone
2: thank else you
6: anything you say? No, thank you. Thank you. Have a good night, everyone. I appreciate your time. It was a great time. I'm looking forward
4: to talking to you guys again and meeting up with you and meeting you in person. I think this is gonna yeah, be a excellent thing. Yeah, definitely get out there. I see big Absolutely. things for you guys. I'm very proud of, you know, to know you, talk to you, and I'm hoping, you know, this thing goes to the to the sky and back. And then back up. Let's take it to another level.
1: Let's definitely take it
4: to another level. Thank, you.
3: Mm-hmm. Another level. Okay. Thank you guys. All
2: right.
4: All
6: right. Have a good night. Good
3: evening.